He picked up the old guy on Michigan Avenue, this slight, tautly smiling fellow hailing him from the curb, dapper in a seedy sort of way. No topcoat against the drizzling rain, only a dark pinstripe suit, old but well-kept. A silver watch chain looped against his vest, visible when a gusty wind flapped at his jacket. Pink scalp gleamed like a dome rising from the monk's fringe of white hair, a closely trimmed beard of the same color, threaded with nicotine stains. Carmine would always remember his eyes the most. Eyes of a fallen saint, martyr without a cause. The old man ducked his head while entering the cab, mouth-twisting into a pained grimace to reveal teeth as stained as his beard. He settled comfortably into the back, slammed the door, like a man in a hurry. See those men back there? He pointed out the back window. Carmine looked, said he did. Two of them. Suits and long topcoats. None too cheap. Visible quality even at thirty yards. And they were coming along in a hurry. Lose them for me, please? With a lurch and a squeak of rubber, Carmine was back in the thick of it all, meter activated with one fell swoop of his arm. He laughed softly, shaking his head in disbelief. You're kidding, right? Six years I've been driving. Not once does anybody ever ask me to lose a tail. No answer. So Carmine shut up. Leave the old guy to his own problems or his own fantasies. Whichever. After another few moments, Carmine heard what sounded like the rattle of pills from a plastic bottle. He angled his head to peek into the rear view. Timeless cabbie tradition. Some of the things you saw were not to be believed. Nothing much this time. Only the old man popping his hand to his mouth. The pills went down dry. Harsh. He had the regular radio tuned to WBBM, volume low so it didn't override the dispatch. There flickered a momentary compulsion to up its volume, but he didn't. After another moment, his new fare was humming. Catchy, vaguely familiar. Something classical, Carmine thought but he could pin it down no closer. What's that you're humming? Curiosity had gotten the better of him. Bad habit. You really should leave people alone if they don't look like talkers. Beethoven, Ninth Symphony, Ode to Joy. A wry, twisted little smile. No joy there. More like irony. I appreciate a good joke now and then. Carmine frowned. Something wrong with this man. I decided today, the fellow continued, that it's time for me to retire from what is very probably the worst job in the world. You'd think I'd be happier about that, wouldn't you? Carmine shrugged behind the wheel, flicked a glance into the mirror beyond the back seat this time. Any sign of the two alleged pursuers? Not really. More cabs. Always more cabs, but none careening after them. I don't know, Carmine finally said. You do something long enough, you miss it, you know? I got these kids. Every time I turn around, one of them's dropped a big smelly load in his drawers. But when they grow out of that, what do you want to bet I miss that, kind of? Shaking his head again, smiling. Do something long enough, it becomes part of you. Amen. The old man's voice, sad, distant, utterly lonely. So what was it you did all these years? It was a form of public relations in the medical field. I suppose that's the easiest way of saying it. I've kept on the move a lot. He withdrew his pills from a jacket pocket, regarded them a long moment before putting them back. A dreadful sigh, gazing dead on into Carmine's mirrored eyes. I have done some of the most ghastly things you can imagine. Carmine studied him in the mirror a moment. This guy putting him on? No. He didn't think so. No. Those eyes. Too serious. Too hungry for something. Empathy, maybe? 
or absolution, bless me, driver, for I have sinned. Taxi hacks were probably third in line for such honors, right behind priests and bartenders. Never too late to change, Carmine said. For you, maybe. He leaned back then, sullen and silent, seemingly content to stare out the windows and eat his pills like popcorn. Carmine was starting to wish this ride was over. He sensed no danger from the fossil in his back seat, but every now and then, rare moments, a perceived threat was actually preferable to the all-out strangeness some people exuded. An attempted robbery could be dealt with one way or another. All cards were on the table at times like that. But folks like this guy? They were worse, in a way. They lingered. They crawled beneath your skin and burrowed into memory, in that place to which you consign things you hope to forget, and know you won't. 